have we been lied to? I've been carnivore for just about four months now and I feel absolutely amazing. I've been eating only meat, eggs, butter for 16 weeks now and all my health issues have completely disappeared. Have we been lied to our whole lives? Welcome to this episode of the Meat Medic Podcast. I wanted to do this episode to give an update on my progress so far and to discuss this important question. Are the governments and dietary agencies lying to us? Is it intentional or do they just not know any better? I recently saw a video by Carnivore Me. I'll link it in the description. And I guess this is partly what prompted me to make this episode but I've been thinking about it for a little while actually. Now I've previously, I've previously spoken about my health journey a little bit before, but now I've been kind of off for around four months, I feel like I've got a little bit more certainty to what I'm doing. I recently had a chat with a naturopath, uh, Christina Matheson. Uh, check out the video, I'll link it in the description as well. And in that I explained that perspective is important. When we talk about the carnivore diet, people worry about saturated fat, cholesterol, red meat. But what's the alternative? For me, my reality, the alternative is a lifetime of bad eating habits, sugar addiction, coffee addiction, and just bad, bad health. That's my reality. That's my alternative. Prior to starting the carnivore diet, I didn't have huge health problems. But I was heading towards diabetes. I was heading towards heart disease. I had a big family history of heart disease. High blood pressure. I was heading there. And I just felt shit the whole time, all the time. I just felt really freaking shit. But now I don't. I put it down to getting older, like a lot of people do. But now I feel incredible. And well, I guess I'm four months older than I was when I started. But all of my issues have completely gone away. So before, I was following the standard diet. You know, the government advice of a balanced diet and quote unquote everything in moderation. Yet my health was actually pretty poor. I didn't have diabetes, but I was on the way to getting it. I didn't have heart disease, but I would have eventually. I was becoming hypertensive. My blood pressure was going up. I was certainly gaining a lot of weight, and I just felt shit. Speaking of shit, I had IBS. Pretty bad IBS. Maybe not as bad as some people have, but it got to the point where you know, sometimes I felt like I would literally shit myself if I couldn't find a toilet quick enough. And kind of ashamed to say on more than one occasion I actually kind of did. How embarrassing is that as a doctor? I also had chronic pain in my back and my thumbs. This was all when I was eating a good 
diet, quote unquote, good diet, the so-called everything in moderation diet. You know, the kind of diet that we're told to eat. We're told by the government, doctors, dietitians, everyone basically, that eating in moderation is good. That it's okay as long as we don't overindulge on anything. That a little bit of everything won't hurt us. It's a complete lie. It will hurt you. Bad food is bad food. It doesn't matter if you have a little bit. It's still bad food. Yes, it's not as bad as eating a ton of it, but it's not good for you. Don't make that mistake. Bad food is still bad. The thing that they don't realise that this everything in moderation diet is really doing to people, they know that these foods are incredibly addictive. They know they're unhealthy and they know that they're dangerous for people. They know the majority of people, like me, just cannot moderate. They know most people can't stop themselves from eating too much of it. They know that most people will become addicted to the chemicals and additives they add to the food to make it taste good. They know the food isn't healthy, yet they keep telling everyone it's fine to eat it. They know that eating continuously, almost 24-7, never being hungry, always snacking. They know this is not healthy, yet it's often promoted. Why the hell is this the case? Well, it's a hard question to answer. Is it purposeful? Do they do it on purpose? Is it a conspiracy? Or is it just business? Maybe they simply just don't know and they're doing what they think is right. Honestly, I don't have the answer. But it's probably a little bit of everything. Nutritional science is really anything but science. It's almost exclusively observational or epidemiological studies. Pretty much the two lowest levels of evidence you can really get. I'm reminded of this by uh, an article that I saw this afternoon, actually. Someone posted it on one of my low-carb GP groups, basically saying, you know, that red meat causes type 2 diabetes. And that's total bullshit. It doesn't. They dressed it up in saying that this was a meta-analysis and then in kind of small print of, of, of observational studies. Now, the thing is, if you do a meta-analysis, which is looking at a load of articles together, if all those articles that you look at are shit, your meta-analysis is shit. You can't look at shitty articles and then say, oh, look, I've, got, I've made a really good article now. I've made a really good study out of all this shit. No, it's still shit. The problem is that's then dressed up as fact. Oh, it's a, it's a meta-analysis, so it's really good, and we should all listen to it. Yet, the article was just conflating absolutely everything, and it was just total BS, absolute rubbish, garbage. You then get documentaries like Game Changers, 
that are, you know, basically pretty much just blatant lies and propaganda, falsely demonizing real, real proper food. Unfortunately, for various reasons, the governments then buy into this because, I don't know, it's trendy or because they think it's going to win votes or because they're pushed or probably more likely lobbying, and we know money talks, you know, by groups that are pushing these agendas. Let's take one example. Let's look at the city of Edinburgh in Scotland. They have basically either just about or just about to banned meats, meat from schools, daycares and nursing homes. They've banned meat across the whole, the whole city. It's absolute madness. Absolute madness. The people that need the protein and the fat and real food the most, kids and the elderly, are being purposefully deprived of it. You, you can't even begin to even fathom why or how this was allowed to happen. But, I mean, you can probably almost guarantee there's going to be money involved. The sad thing is, is there's, going to, there's going to be enormous repercussions from this. But almost certainly nobody is going to have any consequences other than the people who are affected. Nobody's going to admit they're wrong. And they'll probably just force everyone to, to go even harder and go full vegan to try and fix it because everybody's going to be sick. And then they're going to say, well, we just need to do it even harder. We need to do it more. Take out more. Now we need to ban red meat at home as well. Let's just make it illegal. And they're going to get worse and worse and worse. Now, I don't think it's a conspiracy. It's probably not. But there's definitely business behind this. There's absolutely no way that the sugar and food industries don't know how addictive and dangerous and unhealthy their food is. Yet they just keep pushing it on everyone. They just want to sell it and make money. I doubt they're truly evil, but I guess it's just business. But it's a business that's making people sick. Unfortunately, these companies are some of the biggest donors and sponsors to governments food organizations, heart associations like the American Heart Association and various diet organizations around the world. And they are promoting the things that make people sick. Yet they're telling us it's good for us. Over the last 50 or so years, the world has gotten sicker and sicker. And yet these people keep pushing these shitty diets on us, basically gaslighting us and telling us that we are healthy when we are clearly not. Obesity rates are skyrocketing. Mental health is worse than it's ever been before. People are getting rare autoimmune conditions like it's nothing. They're so common now. And they're getting them in their 20s. When there used to be diseases of the very, very elderly, 80, 90 year olds that would have this. Conditions like rheumatoid arthritis, which were, when, even when I was a medical student, were 
almost unheard of, and now it's like two or three people a day. The vast majority of people I see, they're in their 20s and 30s, and they feel awful. They feel like garbage. I had one come in to me the other day, 23 years old. They feel like absolute shit. Now, there's nothing objectively wrong with them. But they said, oh, well, Doc, I guess I'm just getting old then. 23. And they feel old. And they've given up and just accepting that they feel shit. How disgusting is that? Now, I don't blame them because that's what they're told. They're told this is normal to feel like shit and they believe it. You know, how many people now are on 20, 30 medications? Back when I was a medical student, even as a younger GP, it would be pretty rare to see people on 10 medications. Very rare. Now, most people I see, they start at 10 medications. They're probably on 20 or 30 medications. I saw one the other day, they were on 29 tablets. 29! This is not normal. This is not normal aging. And yet we're told that it is. Worse still, we're told that what we're doing to ourselves is normal. We're told that our diet is good. But these problems are getting worse and worse and worse. And what's the treatment? Do it more. Do it harder. Eat everything in moderation, but, but do it more. Eat more grains. Eat more vegetables. Eat more fruit. Eat more salad. Eat more sugar. Eat more breakfast cereals. Take more medications. This is the answer. Oh, don't worry if you feel like shit. That's just normal. You're just getting older. Oh, don't worry that you're going to end up in a nursing home. Everybody does now. So that's normal. So don't worry about it. It's fine. Don't worry, you can eat what you like. There's a tablet for everything. We can fix it. Except we can't. This is all making us more and more and more sick. Yep, people are just blindly following the advice with inevitable results. We are just getting sicker all the time. So I guess what's the, what's the solution? Well, on my carnivore diet, personally, I feel amazing. I fixed all of my issues that I had before on a so-called balanced diet. I've regained my food freedom. I've stopped binge eating. I've stopped gorging on sugar. I've got rid of my progression towards diabetes. My heart disease progression is completely reversed. My blood pressure is amazing. Our bloods are amazing. My inflammatory markers are basically non-existent. My triglycerides are non-existent. My homocysteine levels are non-existent. My monocytes are non-existent. All of my metabolic markers are absolutely amazing. Yet I'm told that I'm, I'm dangerous, that I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm just going to kill myself. It's madness. I've cured myself of these... To be fair, I didn't really have those conditions, but I was heading towards them. Yet then they tell us, well, this is dangerous. 
you're curing all your illnesses, but this is bad. This is a bad thing that you're doing. It's absolutely crazy. I feel amazing, physically and mentally. My mental health is just out of this world. And I've got a lot of stuff going on in my life. A lot of stress. But it just doesn't affect me anymore. My energy and just my zest for life is just honestly unfathomable. Yet we're told that this carnivore diet is dangerous and that eating meat will make us unwell. Yet, honestly, I think the proof's in the pudding. People are following the government advice, yet they're getting more and more unwell. Chronic disease is going up. Every single chronic disease is going up. People are getting worse. We're losing the arms race with medications. That's not the answer. So I would say, if you're watching this, if you're listening to this, do yourself a favor. Make a change. Stop eating the standard diet that they push. Stop eating the so-called balanced diet or the everything in moderation is perfectly fine. If it's bad food, it's bad food. Don't eat it. Start thinking for yourself about what you put into your body. Stop eating the sugary addictive foods filled with seed oils, canola oil, vegetable oil, all these sugars and artificial sweeteners, carcinogens everywhere. Stop eating that and eat real food. And then maybe you could start to work out what the food really does to you. And then you'll know what's making you sick and what's not. Now then, if you want to, you can go back to eating the balanced diet. But at least you know then what that food is doing to you. Ultimately, it's your decision. If you want to go back to that, that's fine. That's your choice. I wouldn't do it, but I'm not you. That's fine. But then at least you know that that food is going to make you unwell. And it's your choice to accept that. Whatever you do, please just don't assume that a so-called balanced, everything in moderation diet is healthy. It's not. If you want to hear more about the carnivore diet and how to get healthy, by changing your diet and lifestyle. Please subscribe onto my YouTube channel or at themeatmedic.com. And if you found this useful, please like and share this podcast so others can be shown how to improve their health by eating a proper human diet. If you want to support this podcast, please consider subscribing as a valued Patreon supporter at themeatmedic.com forward slash Patreon. And thank you to all my supporters that are helping to get the message out that there's a better way and we can improve your health through a proper diet. Thank you for listening. See you in the next episode. Thank you for, this li thank you for listening to this episode of the Meek Medic Podcast. 
If you've enjoyed this episode, please leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. It really does help to spread the word that how, how we can improve mental and physical health through diet and nutrition. If you are imp- interested in improving your own... Okay, let's just re-record that. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Meet Medic Podcast. If you found this episode useful, please leave a five-star review on your podcast platform of choice. It really does help out the channel to grow. If you have found this useful and you want to improve your physical and mental health further, please do check out my website, themeatmedic.com, where you can find all my eBooks are currently 50% off with the code 50 off. That's code 50 off, five zero off, O-double-F, for 50% off all eBooks. Take care. Thank you. See you in the next episode.